Welcome to Opinions Like Ales, everybody, your favorite pop culture podcast where we have opinions and most of them stink. My name is Michael Zampino. With me, as always, is Hilton Price. Weirdly comfortable with the uncomfortable the longer I'm out of the closet. Oh. Yeah. Go on. Uh, so we just watched this trailer. Uh-huh. Uh, and in the trailer, uh, the lead actor... Pentavarate. 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 Cinema Verite. Cinema Verite. We watched the trailer for Pentavarate. Pentavarate. The Pentavarate. The Coming to Netflix, starring Mike Myers. And there was a gay joke. Michael Myers. A little silly gay joke. There was a little gay joke. Not like homophobic, but about playing in the world of homosexuality. Basically playing in the world of, oh, isn't it funny to pretend that something went up your butt and that you liked it? That you liked it. Liked it more than maybe like that you liked it. Yeah. But the thing going up the butt. He says, I haven't had that much fun since I was at a nudist colony and I accidentally backed into a meat thermometer. Admittedly, your delivery was not the best. Thank you. But it was also suffering from the issue that a meat thermometer is very thin and stabby. Very stabby. Very stabby. Very stabby. Very stabby. You're going to have a hole in your colon. You're going to have a hole in your colon. That could pierce uh, the wall of your anus. Uh-huh. And here's anus. the deal. And we won't get into that because that's getting kind of gross. But is it? It's getting, well, like in a, in a, in a, owl. we are doctors. We are doctors. We are doctors. Look, this is just, this is nothing that we've never seen before. Welcome to Opinions Like Doctors, your favorite pop culture medical podcast. That's right. Where we are licensed and. (laughs) See, because this is a thing we never talk about. Uh, You know, even if you were um, uh, interested in that kind of, of of play, if you were anal erotic. As it were, mm-hmm. you're still not looking for stabby, Mm-mm. not thin and stabby. Nobody wants stabby. You want girthy. Nobody's like, hey, you know what my fetish is? Yeah, being impaled. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No one wants that. No one wants risk of 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 poking through something. Of uh, yeah, like internal bleeding is a real uh, possibility here. I gotta say, oftentimes we fall into the politics a little too early on the show. Yes. It's rare. We're really overcompensating today. It's rare that we fall into the weird anatomy weird issues. Play, right weird out of the butt gate. play anatomy concerns. But from a medical standpoint, we're talking about butt play. As doctors. Right. For we are. And we've played them on television. Welcome to a med- medical opinions like a-holes. <laughs> Your favorite. Welcome to Sawbones. Uh, uh, no, that's a different show. I guess we don't really have an intro this week. We just dove right the fuck in. Right in. Right, right in. in. We dove right in. Well, I it, mean. It's a lot like the last time I was at a news camp. It was like, the, <laughs> yeah, and I dove right into a meat thermometer. <laughs> right into it. And it impaled my eyeball into my brain, and I am a ghost. I am dead now. Welcome to Spiritual Opinions Like A-Holes, featuring well, Doctor of Parapsychology, Michael op- Zampino. Uh, opinions from the opinions from across from the beyond. plane. <laughs> uh, we, okay, so the pentaverage. Jeez Louise, that word is a real f- mind fuck once you hear them say it in there. Mr. Because my eyes read pentaverite. And that's what my mind wants to say out Pentaver- loud. Pentaverate. But the pentaverate. Pentaverate. It's apparently it's a it's a historical thing during the Black Plague. Is this a real thing? I have no idea. Okay, I, I am not a historian. I am a medical. Doctor. I am a doctor of science. <laughs> Mike Myers is back playing Michael multiple Myers. roles. I thought it was a historical show. Yeah, because no. it talked about the Black Plague, but it, it apparently deals in both modern times and history. Right. Perhaps with the science of time travel. Could be. 
time travel. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe our friend Ken Jeong is a time traveler of sorts. Maybe. Ken Jeong is very funny. He's in it. Oh, I love that guy. I see him too much. You know him as comedian, entertainer, Ken Jeong. You, uh, you know him as your work associate, fellow doctor. Fellow doctor, fellow medical professional doctor. No, you I actually- see him in the hallways. I, I wish. I wish. I wish that was true. I know him as my contemporary- on, on on Fox 23. Yeah. Where he judges masked singers. Yes. It's it, it's a far less in, intriguing This role. is a show that happens right before you go on air, correct? Or Many times throughout the week. I yeah. can't tell you which day they all run together. Yeah. Um But the masked singer, I don't know if you're familiar with the masked singer. I uh, am. It is where they I am intimately familiar with the masked singer. Well, just in case our audience is not loves it. I want to make sure our audience understands here. This is a show where they take singers. Nope. Sometimes they're singers. Sometimes they're football they, players. I'm and sorry. Actors, they, celebrities. They take people who sing. Also debatable. They sing on the show. Well, yes, the word sing can I be. I know a, that they don't sing before the show. Sometimes they don't sing well, is they what are I'm getting si- at. Here, you're, you're ruining my joke, Mike. Sorry, sorry. I have a joke. I, uh, my bad. Here's the deal, Mike. It was going to be so well. I was going to say that they were singers who were masked. Uh huh. Because it's right there in the fucking title. Uh-huh. That was the joke. Uh-huh. It was a joke for the people. I know. I just meant, like, I, I thought you were... I thought you were... Technical. You're worried I about... Know. No, it, my bad. I thought you were implying like, that like, every contestant yeah, was a it's, singer. It's always like a, some Kardashian's ex-husband who they've got singing a but song. But sometimes it is a singer, though, so that's why I thought It you, is sometimes a singer. I thought you didn't know. But they usually sing something else. Like, yeah. they're not singing their songs. Yeah, no, I didn't. They I never, thought you didn't know. They never have Shakira singing Shakira. Well, that would just be too easy. It would be very easy. They'd I wonder like, what Rudy sang. Did uh, you hear? I heard. I, oh, I, oh, yeah. You're of talking about Rudy Giuliani. Giuliani. So, Giuliani. Rudy. Rudolph Giuliani. Rudy the Ghoul Giuliani. Ru- Rudolfo Giuliani. <laughs> Rudolfo Giuliani sang on The Masked Singer. And, and when he was unmasked, judges um, um, walked the fuck out. Two of them walked out. It was Ken Jong, doc- yeah. Dr. Ken Jong, doctor yes. and, and a good human being, Ken Jong. And then the guy that sang Blurred Lines. Uh, uh, Robin Thicke? Fuck his name. The guy that sang the rape song yeah, yeah, Blurred yeah, yeah, yeah. Lines was like, no, this is Not too Giuliani. much for me. <laughs> hey, man. Oh. Everybody's got a line somewhere. Yeah. Robin. His is politics. Robin. Jesus, dude. Yeah, your dad would be. Your uh, dad is ashamed. Your dad is rolling over in his grave. Is he still with is us? Is Alan Thicke dead? I don't know. My God! <laughs> if Alan Thicke is dead, we are cutting this short. We, we are driving to wherever he's buried. We are paying that man. And apologizing on behalf of his shit son. Respect. We are paying him respect. Canadian actor Alan Thicke. Is alive. He's dead, God damn it. Oh, he passed in 2016. I had a feeling he was gone. This is not acceptable. Yeah. This yeah. is not acceptable. Yeah. Where is he buried? Uh, probably in Canada. Oh, a note, resting place, Santa Barbara Cemetery, California, United States. We can be there in 22 hours. But he was born in Kirkland Lake, Ontario. He was born in Ontario. He's a Canadian? Yes, he is. He's a Canadian. He's a Canadian? Yeah, proud Canadian. Wow, that's wild. What I want to know, though, was Robin born in... God, that guy is so stupid. Robin was born in L.A. I'm his pretty, hair. Yeah, there we go. Fuck his hair. Fuck Robin Thicke's hair. Alan Thicke was good and, good and on his way to being famous by the time he had Robin. Yeah. Yeah, it was. He's 45. He's only three years older than hey, me. Hey, I got to say, dude, I'm also jealous of the thickness of that hair. No, I'm not jealous of it. Fuck him. Well, yeah, that too. But, like, 
Wouldn't it be nice if your hair was that thick? Boy, God, I don't, I don't really hate Robin Thicke this much. I don't know why I'm being so so ornery about him. I'm sorry. Guys. <laughs> I'm so, I don't. Really he did, him. but didn't he, he get into a stink? He did that dumb blurred lines rape song. That's that's all it was. Yeah, and I guess he was on uh, he was on the Carter Three. He did a little 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 Wayne work. That song got number one. Blurred lines. Yeah, it's very catchy. Blurred. Lines pure as a driven snow. <laughs> Sorry, different song. That's yeah, it's different. That's, different. that's white lines. That's white lines. Yeah, that's, that's some old rap. Shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> Looks funny. I didn't get much out of it as far as far as jokes, except for the one Ken Jung made. Visually, he said the penta. What the fuck? It looks stunning. It really did, actually. Yeah, great Good costumes. Call. Tons of different scenes. The the cinematography looks like a trip. I. It, Fun character acting. I did a lot of staring at the trailer, kind of like slack jawed, like "Wow, this is this is something." Yeah, yeah, it definitely looks cool. Um, and need to see Mike Myers again. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides Shrek, I feel like he's been largely out of the limelight for twenty years. Yeah, I know he, he and Dana Carvey got into a beef. Did they? Yeah. What the fuck did they beef over? Uh, I don't know. Probably because like. Mike Myers made I don't know I don't know really oh maybe it Dana was... Carvey had had health issues for many years well yeah he also had like shit wrong with his lips from doing the Garth face all the time oh yeah yeah I think he had like arthritis in his lip he had arthritis in think, his lip I think don't quote me but it's something along those lines because you know it's a muscle up there uh oh I unplugged yeah Here's the deal, Mike. We've done over 200 episodes. If I decide I want to move some of the equipment over here, <laughs> I thought it was going to fall. I was moving the. I, I've decided where the equipment goes now. That's that's the autonomy I've gained. <laughs> Google Dana Carvey lip problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dana Carvey lip. No, no, I'm not seeing it. No, uh, I do want to see what this article says. Was, I said shooting the Bohemian Rhapsody scene was pure torture. Weird. Look up lip arthritis. Her lip No, no, injury. no, I think you're right. I think you're right. Nope. Nope. All okay, right. well, never thing. mind. That's not a thing. Lip arthritis is not a thing. Well, he had something. He had something was wrong Let's, with Something. Wait, is it arthritis? It probably just hurt a lot. Wait a minute. Arthritis is a joint disorder. Is it? Yeah. I thought that was... Oh, you're right. Oh, here we go. Patients with rheumatoid arthritis can experience problems with their mouths. Some are directly related to RA, such as gum right, disease. Jaw. There we go. Jaw problems. Jaw. Okay, see the jaw? That's a that, joint. Yeah, there's a joint there. Yeah, but it was something that, that with his upper lip from doing that that silly face. Oh. It probably maybe just hurt a lot for a while. Probably. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Yeah, to hear the, 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 I just remember the take seeing an this... interview of him being like, doing that face all the time, like, sucked ass. The takeaway from this discussion is that we did not appreciate Alan Thicke enough while he was here. It's true. Right? It's really true. Like, go back, watch some... Growing Pains? Yes, thank you. It was either going to be that or Family Ties, and you just needed a minute to figure out which. You know he wrote that theme song, too. Of course he did. Of course he did. He was a fucking treasure. Triple threat. And he gave us that fucking rockabilly haircutted fool. Quadruple threat, really. Was he? Yeah, I mean, because he was. He could be a model. He was also a talk show host. That's... Pff, Quintuple. Quint- Quintuple. Quintuple. Quint threat. Quint threat. Quint threat. Quint threat. <laughs> Ah, uh, Pentaverte looks fantastic. Um, what also looks fantastic is Miss Marvel coming to Disney Plus. 
Yeah, I was on board uh, pretty much right away. That looks really good. I mean, it doesn't hurt having that great little catchy uh, we- uh, weekend song uh, as the uh, in the trailer. That gave it a fun energy. I'm blinded by the lie. I can't sleep until I feel your butt. Yeah, that's that, that was perfect. That was, that was exactly what it sounded like. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I- Iman Vellani is uh, playing uh, Kamala Khan or, or Kamala Khan. No, Kamala. It was Kamala. That threw me for a minute because when we introduced the Kamala character and then we got uh, Kamala Harris as yes. our vice president. Uh, Someone called her Kamala and she said, no, it's Kamala. Here's the deal, man. Like, I get that, like, there's been an issue where white people have not taken the time to learn people of color's names or pronunciations and the pronunciations needed for them. Right. But if you're going to take two names that are spelled exactly the same and tell us to pronounce them differently in the span of like two years, kind of feel like you're fucking with us. Mm. Not saying we don't deserve it. I feel like that's an excuse. Not saying we don't deserve it. Just saying kind of feel like you're (laughs) fucking with us. I think what you're meaning to say is that we've been conditioned to a point where our brains don't want to do those things, and and then whenever you have to, you go, oh, man. Well, it doesn't hurt that I'm also 40, so yeah. I'm old. I'm a man. I'm 40. And and I have a hard time adapting. Uh-huh. That's true. That's true for me. It's, it's true, true for, for Michael Gundy. Of course it is. Michael Gunday. <laughs> Gunday. Michael Gundark. Um, Michael Gunday. <laughs> <laughs> I am Michael Gunday. Miss <laughs> Marvel looks great. Looks charming. Uh, she looks great. I was going to say, yeah, the, the first thing I said to you was that uh, I was very engaged by the young actress. I thought she seemed very good and f- fun. She has that very um, relatable teenage way, of, yeah. you know, uh, when well, someone walked in the room and said, um, are you okay? Or so- what did they, they asked something and she said, no, why? Did, no, did you hear something? <laughs> yeah. That's a very, like, typical, like, teenage uh, lying in the moment thing. Well, and it was just, it just kind of covered all the bases, you know, like her having trouble fitting in with other kids, you know, her having um, moments where there was self-doubt and kind of putting herself down, other moments where she's trying to boost herself up. It ends with her saying, I'm a superhero. Well, there's, and yeah, I was grin say, and running off to save the day. There's the um, the very relatable thing of just whatever thing you're obsessed with in your early teen years, everybody around you saying, like, you'll never achieve that. That's not... Oh, and more of that, doing that again. You exactly. Know? Yeah. It's her obsession with superheroes, and everybody's like, oh, here we go again. It's just, you're not a superhero. You're, you know what I mean? You're just, yeah. I relate to that a lot because I did get a lot of that uh, with wanting to be a musician. Yeah. Um, a lot of like, oh, here we go, Mr. Gonna Be a Rockstar Guy, you know, mm-hmm. like that type of shit. Um, and so, yeah, I definitely relate to that. And then I was like, well, now I'm going to try comedy. <laughs> It's even easier. <laughs> I need even less less skill to do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Biggest maybe, difference maybe, is you just not. don't have to rely on other people. Exactly. That's yeah, now it's all on your it's all on your shoulders now. <gasps> no pressure. This looks adorable. It definitely looks like it's for kids uh or for teens. It wants to be something accessible for the younger set. Uh and obviously these messages about not wanting needing to fit in and wanting to believe in yourself. You know, the, these are obviously great lessons for kids and, and for these young people. Classic Hulk Hogan lessons. They right? are they are cla- train, say your prayers, eat your vitamins. Yeah, yeah. And, and before the whole like, you know, disrespect minorities stuff kicked in, which is great. Eat a lot of sushi, fuck your friend's wife. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
That's the one takeaway from that video. Every time I remember it is just him going, shouldn't eat all that sushi, brother. I don't know if he says brother. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's so fucking great. He like pulls out of a lady. He's like, oh, that was great, brother. Oh, my God. Oh, 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 to be cuckolded by Hulk Hogan. Uh Huckolded? <laughs> <laughs> He's a real Hulk old. <laughs> uh, no, see, this was uh, this was consensual. He wanted him to fuck his wife, and then he recorded it, and then he gave it to Gawker. I think that's still a that's still a Hulk old. Is it a cuckold? I think I think part of that is I don't fucking know. Is it? I I thought it was whenever you didn't want it to happen. Is that I don't. Like if I think no, I think if you're like, in on it, that's a the dude, some dudes have fantasies about that. They want that, which is cool. I mean, if that's your thing, whatever. I'm not fucking here to judge, unless you're the Hulk Hogan. That's one that unless I almost want to judge because that's fucking out there. I'm not gonna. I said I almost want to. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the deal. My man. gut wants me to. Taking all of society and telling all of society no, you're all gonna do the same relationship thing. And play by the exact same relationship rules for everybody. You know, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say maybe that fucked us up. Coulda, right? You know, definitely maybe, coulda. Maybe we should have just been letting people do what they wanted to do from the beginning. You can do what you wanna do. See, there's a song. And they be color. Yeah, God, I missed that show. That was a good show. I'm down for Miss Marvel. Uh, uh, that was coming out May, June. Uh, June. Yeah, June. We, we've got the Moon. other one was in May. Yeah, uh, yes, yeah. Oh, was that it? No. I can't watch it. <laughs> Is it about just government bureaucracy? Yeah. Oh, wait, I was thinking pentagram. Pentagram. Oh, that's the hail Satan. That's the devils. Uh, but work. yeah, so this is good. Uh, and this will be a nice palate cleanser, I think, after Moon Knight. Could we get Moon Knight here in like two weeks on yeah. Disney Plus? And that that's going to be, be dark. violent and intense. Yeah. So something that's a little light and fun will be a perfect uh, thing to follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way to way to good good use of palate cleanser there. That's exactly what it's gonna be. I I, I, I have it on my brain because uh full disclosure, uh last night Mr. Brian Sittler and I recorded another episode of the People Persons Paper Podcast. Oh and we watched Customer Survey. Uh-huh. Which is a really great episode. Uh and not one that a lot of people talk about, despite having some of uh really fantastic scenes in it. It's got the Butlicker phone call, which is a classic um Michael Dwight Jim scene. Um but also this episode, which uh, I'll point out for our fans that know the term, it is a ship episode. Uh it takes place all in the office, except ah. for one scene outside out front. Um in the uh, the studio uh, the studio parking lot, as it were, um, but it comes on the heels of employee transfer and the end of the Michael and Holly arc. First, um, the first end, the first arc. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Spoilers um, <laughs> of this twelve-year-old TV show, twenty-year-old TV show. Um, but yeah, on the on the heels of. Uh, uh, the first five episodes of um, the show, which are really all about Michael and Holly in the backdrop uh, and ending with employee transfer, which was a very difficult episode uh, with the breakup of Michael and Holly uh, and the subsequent teaching uh, of the blues to Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I've had to make that That's noise. a really pretty song. 
<laughs> That's my favorite part of that whole scene. Yeah. It's a really pretty song. <laughs> so good. Um, there's a there's a great one in in, in customer survey uh, where uh, in the Butlicker scene where where Butlicker's telling him to fire Dwight and, and Dwight's like no don't do it Michael and he goes Michael goes it's a million dollar sale yeah <laughs> it's a million dollars. <laughs> But anyway, palate cleanser, uh, very much uh, uh, customer survey is very much a palate cleanser episode of The Office. And I think Miss Marvel will be a good palate cleanser following the violence and brutality of Moon Knight. It features a very famous mouse. Uh, in in Moon Doing, Knight? No, no. In Miss Marvel? No, the I it, was thinking of... You're thinking of um, Product, Product Recall, Recall, which uh, is just around the corner, I think. What is Product Recall? Product right? Recall is pretty early, isn't Did it? Did I do that I already? Like we may have already that. covered that one. Yeah. That's been the biggest thing. Um, you know, you and I, we took a break uh, in 2020 as the mm-hmm. pandemic kicked into high gear. Mm-hmm. But once we, we took about four or five months off, I think. And then once we got back in the, the swing of things, we've been largely going strong ever since. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, People Persons Paper Podcast took nearly two years off. Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember episodes at this mm-hmm. point. And we had about 65, 68 in the can when we wrapped up and took that break. Mm. Uh, and now as we cross 70, I got to tell you, stuff like, have we done this episode? I often have questions like that. Mm-hmm. But it does mean we get to do them again. Yay! So I'm excited well, about that. Well, now you can do the um, the extended, like, producer's peacock mm-hmm. cuts, man. That's true. We can do the peacock version. Yeah, because, yeah. like, I started last night, and, like, the, the pilot's 38 minutes Ooh. in the producer cut, the extended oh. cut. Oh, that's cool. There's a lot of stuff that was not in the, uh, that didn't make the cut, man. I'd be curious to see if it's more stuff that echoes the British version. That's one thing I love about the pilot. It's how much it's it like, is a mirror. It's some of, of that, version. but it's also just a lot of like, you know, stuff they obviously cut for time. Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, man. Well, some of that stuff, if it's scene setting, kind of like long, slow shots, that is very British version. True. I don't remember it being a lot of that, but yeah. Okay. Anyway. But I'm down for Miss Marvel. For sure. June 8th. Cool. What else is going on today? Got some new music from Def Leppard. What? Rock music from the 80s. What? I'm excited. Do you want to hear it? An odd-numbered armed band. Yeah. Yeah, you don't <laughs> see that often. Not a lot of bands with an odd number of arms. <laughs> Man, what a what a trip, though, that story is that that guy's like, I'll just figure out how to do the whole goddamn thing with my feet and one arm. Well, that's the neat thing about... Um, humans is we don't all suck what is the um what's the uh uh, jesus necessity is the 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 mother of invention yes yeah thank you thank you or you just throw your life away on drugs but one of the two yeah one of the two here's kick oh boy Nothing against Def Leppard, but about there's about two thousand people that are going to be super pumped. Yeah. And, every, and everybody else's appetite for this is 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 gone. Give me ten more seconds of this, real quick. Yeah. 
There's something to be said about a new rock song that the band can play live while sitting down. <laughs> it was kind of boring, huh? They could sit. They could be. We could just have guitars in They're our like, laps let's right now. It, let's make it sound peppy. Dun 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 dun. A lot of like clap along. Yeah, like, yeah. It's it's almost a pop song, but yeah. like yeah, you don't have to do much. It's it's kind of like they all said, "Hey guys, Rick is such a go getter, and yet he still gets to do his job sitting down." What if we all sat down? Oh. And then they were like, I don't know, man. That just seems kind of lazy, doesn't it? And it's like, oh, no, no. I got an idea, though. I, I forgot. We're 68. <laughs> let's let's call the song kick. That's active. Then we can kick our legs out from the chair. From and the be chair. Really it is so easy to kick your legs out when you're sitting like in Like a chair. little baby boy. Oh, God, I hope they got chairs that were a little too tall for them. That's what I mean. Yeah, like <laughs> stools. And then you can just swing their legs like little boys. <laughs> <laughs> perfect perfect what is this shit airs moon safari full album at 432 hertz what have you heard about this shit where sounds played at certain hertz have like an impact on your brain no they do this on tiktok uh and probably elsewhere but i'm not hip uh so sometimes there's these things where they they say that listening to sounds at a certain hertz will will impact your 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 inner peace or whatever. It's some, I, I guess it's some hippie shit. I, I need to dick more to dive more into. It. I need to dick more into it. Get some more dick in it. Get some more dick into it. That's how I do things now. So that's part of that outline. <laughs> dip my dick in a little bit more. <laughs> I'll get it figured out. I'm still new to this. <laughs> I'm still nude to this. I'm still new to this. Get that meat thermometer away from me. <laughs> Has Plato movie coming? I I'm fine with movies based on properties, you know. Sorry, my head was turned. I know, and I thought you said like I was thinking like Plato and Socrates. Yeah, there's <laughs> this is a film P-L-A-T-O. about Plato. See, a film about Greek philosophers would at least make sense. Yeah, that would at least no. be like something. An animated movie about Plato. Uh, Hasbro and a company E1 are developing an animated feature film inspired by the multiple moldable clay-like compound Play-Doh. The project will be written and executive produced by the big sick and immigrants Emily V. Gordon. Oh, that's um, Kumail's wife. She's oh, wonderful. Okay. And uh, with Crazy Rich Asians and In the Heights director John M. Chu lined up to produce and possibly direct. Okay. Plot details currently under wraps because I'm sure they haven't written any yet. Because it's a fucking Play-Doh movie. Hmm. Now, all I'm thinking is, because of this, I want a Clay Fighters movie. Yes. Holy shit. Yes. 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 Clay Fighters the movie? Come on. Quick, quick. TM, TM, TM. Quick asterisk. Actually, fuck that. Make it. I don't care. Quick asterisk. Give me $20. Clay Fighters. Is a is a video game digital is a stop motion animated uh uh what's the term where claymation they, yeah well it's uh it's also like Donkey Kong Country where they oh they, oh they they digitize the sprites on a separate computer right. turned them into two D sprites and then put them in the game um but it's a fighting game where. Characters made out of clay battle Street Fighter style, best two out of three. Yeah. Um, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, all those. 
originally came out on the Super Nintendo, uh, and there was Clay Fighter and then Clay Fighter 2 Sculptor's Cut. Um, or maybe that was on the 64, but either way, there's a Clay Fighter 64 game for the 64, one of the hardest to find and most expensive Super uh, Nintendo 64 games on the market. Oh. Goes for hundreds of dollars, maybe even more now because we're in a bubble, but we'll talk about the bubble later because it's insane. But, um, yeah, Clay Fighter, wait, holy deep cut, Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and also, if I may, thank you, sir. Impressed. Thank you. Impressed. And 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 really, just thank you. I felt like you just came into my neighborhood. I did. I and we're like, I'm hanging out here for a little bit. I dipped in. I did a good pop in. Yeah. I was like, hey, I, I was driving by. I decided to say hello and play in your area, and you know, a Clay Fighters movie would at least be uh, first off a recognizable property, even if by a small group. Probably sure. uh, about the same amount of people that are looking for a new Def Leppard album. And the, but at least there's a story. Well, and here's the thing, though. I feel like there's there's a very easy way to, and it's a little bit of plagiarism, but we've this isn't too far off from a Lego movie, in that this is something that kids use their creativity to create whatever they want with. So if you're if you're existing in a world where everything is made out of Play-Doh. And but that world is within the child, the character in the movie's mind, or whatever. There you go, See, right? Yeah, I was thinking honestly, sim- something similar to um, uh, oh, um, shit, I completely fucking lost it. Um, mm-hmm. but the nice thing about Play Doh is that you could do the movie in the style of the toy, akin to Lego movie, right? Where, where it's in the world of Play Doh, do sort of, yeah. make it stop motion animation. If they don't make a stop motion, oh, if it's yeah, if it's not, they're missing a huge opportunity. Or I mean, I'm sure they'll do it digitally, yeah. probably. But if it's not a digital re- like recreation of what that would be, mm-hmm. then it is a waste. Of exactly, yeah. Because I, I, I don't think Lego Movie was made using like actual actual Legos. Legos. Yeah, I don't think so. But but make it look like that world. Correct. Least, yeah, that's that's what it should be. Uh, they could do a um, uh, a Pinocchio kind of thing with a creation come to life. Pinocchio, Pinocchio, Pinocchio. <laughs> uh, when, when they could do something about Pinocchio and Geppetto uh, and about the the creation coming to life. Uh-huh. They could also do something like uh, Gumby. Remember Gumby and Pokey? Oh God! Remember they, they they were creatures made of like a like a like a Play-Doh kind of stuff. The actual show. Scared the shit out of me. Gumby and Pokey. Gumby, the green... It was, for some reason, the the voices and the acting and everything. Something about that show gave me the fucking creeps, dude, as a child. The little clay guy and his little clay horse that had innocuous adventures where practically nothing nothing happened. Oh, stuff happened. Scared... (laughs) Stuff happened. We just didn't see it. There are episodes, but I could feel it. Okay, there are episodes of I could Pengu sense it that are more action packed. I could sense it in Pokey's PTSD. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen lo-fi hip hop songs that have more action than an episode of Gumby. No, I think it has everything to do with just the overall style of the show and the the voice acting. I've been on elevator was, rides that have had more action than episodes. It's not of what's Gumby. happening in the show, Hilton. It's the show itself. It's the style of the show. The whole thing gave me the creeps. It's not anything that happened. Oh, on it was just the, the feeling. It was hundred. So, so they never did anything. You just feel like once the camera stopped, the body started to pile up, or, or the abuse started. Who was abusing who? 
Oh, Gumby abused everybody. Gumby is Claymation Cosby. <laughs> Claymation Cosby. I am very embarrassed. I Here's the deal. I would be on board with you, except if it wasn't for one very important detail uh, that a lot of people don't take in, uh, into account. The shape of Gumby's head. That's what. So that's why he was abusive. Is because he suffered a severe head injury. It's a cycle of violence. He's, he suffered a head injury, and it turned him into a real sociopath. Gumby is simply propagating a cycle. You of know, violence. a severe head injury is is one of the things that they look for in uh, in the pasts of serial killers. Here's the deal. I put the Plato movie <laughs> story into our show because it was going to be one of the easy ones. <laughs> One of the ones that we would quickly dip in, comment that it was happening, and dip out. Uh, but no, in- instead... We had to dip into this Gumby trauma. Uh, yeah, and uh, now all I can picture is Gumby in a shitty, obnoxious sweater, shilling jello pudding. And and date-raping po- date Pokey. Yeah, date-raping date Pokey. Oh, God damn it. I do not mean to me- make light of anything that that piece of shit did. Uh, Cosby? Just, yeah, throwing that out there really yeah. quick. This is more of a joke on Gumby. Yeah. Oh, of course. I mean, well, fuck Gumby too. I don't know who created Gumby, but you, you give me the creeps. Well, and here's the thing: Cosby's out, right? He got out on some technicality bullshit, didn't he? Yes, he fucking did. So, so this is what we do now: is we remind people that, that he's a piece of shit. Cosby is a rapist. That's right. That Bill Fair Cosby enough. is Fair a enough. scumbag man. Yes, yeah, old piece of shit who and- lured us with his little little head shaking laugh and his little mm-hmm. his jello chocolate pops that. To try and that he was anything other than just an utter piece of shit. And I hope he goes the way of Robert Durst very soon. Fucking hope so. Fingers mm-hmm. fucking crossed. Anywho. Someone released a bat in a screening of the Batman. Look, I need everyone to stop doing weird shit or, or fucking horrible, unspeakable, traumatic shit at screenings of Batman movies. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Batman movies need to be off limits for doing anything. I mean, after what happened in Colorado, there is you cannot get away with doing anything at a fucking movie screening. I mean, don't... What are you doing? What are you doing? Let people enjoy the fucking movie. Why? Everyone's Why a little on fuck? edge. Let people enjoy the fucking movie. The first line of this is, it seems that someone decided to take marketing for Warner Brothers a bit too far in Texas this week. Texas, of if course. If this came from Warner Brothers, or someone thought that this would be a cute way to go viral. Which is always Which a is fun. always a fun thing. That's, no, it's not. That's never a fun thing. That's sarcasm. Bleeding cool, you buttholes. No, I think that's sarcasm. I hope so. Yeah. They're, also, hope they're so. also British, so I'm pretty sure it's sarcasm. Okay, I would fucking hope so. It's not a fun thing to let a live bat loose in the movie theater. Ding-dongs. Unless there's a bunch of mosquitoes in there. So they released a live bat in this Texas theater. They had to turn all the lights off and let people out to try and, like, get the bat to, like, stop flapping around. Because obviously it had to be going insane in this fucking room with these bright lights and loud noises of a goddamn movie happening. It's terrified. It's, it's, yeah, it's fucking blind and uses echolocation, and you're in this shouty-ass fucking theater. With multiple speakers against either side of the wall. Yeah, exactly. That poor bat's like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? Yeah. 
So uh, animal control got do you remember involved. That, do you remember that episode of The Simpsons where Marge is on the airplane and it cuts to that wide shot of, and all you see is her hair running back and forth and she's like, I gotta get off, gotta get off, gotta get off, gotta get off. Or like, let me off, let me off, let me off, let me off. When she doesn't want to be on the plane, do you remember that? No, that's great, though. That's what I'm thinking. This bat is in the theater. Just like, let me out, 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 let me out. Right? Yeah. Ah, oh, what a horrible thing. And and who's this asshole that fucking had a bat in his possession? For real. How long does this... Bats aren't pets. Yeah. Was this in a box? I'm sure this was not in any kind of acceptable carrier. Bats aren't pets. All yeah. right. You want to put a bat house up in your tree so they'll come hang out and eat your mosquitoes? That's cool. You want to put one in your house? Don't do that. Here's the deal. I... Sneak snacks into the movie theater. Sneak snacks? Sneak snacks. I sneak, sneak snacks snack. into the movie theater every time. I sneak drinks into the movie theater. Um, I bring whatever the fuck I want to a movie theater. And, Ooh, you, and you know what I've learned? Just really just, just, just thumbing just, uh, just, your <laughs> nose to the law. I am, I am, Come and I'm, get me, motherfuckers. I'm a, I'm a bad, bad man. I'm right here. No, allegedly or nothing. Here's, I did oh, yeah, it. Fine. I all do it. it. All of it, allegedly. Just, no, just kidding. It. Just kidding. <laughs> I was kidding here on my pretend podcast. Yeah. Remember I said I was a doctor this at the top of this are, episode? Yeah, these are pretend you can, times. You can believe all of this, I swear. These are make um, pretends. Here's what I've learned sneaking snacks into the theater, allegedly. Uh, it's not easy. You walk past like a half dozen fucking people that work there, every one of them more than willing to they're be listening. like, uh, sir, you can't do that. Sir, your pants whether sound th- really crunchy. Whether or not they're going to enforce it or stop me, obviously, who knows? Hopefully not. They're minimum Most wage Most of them don't jobs. care. Yeah, they're, they're they children don't that they don't get paid nothing. But they, they do. Care. They do tell you, hey, you can't do that. They don't get paid enough to care. They don't. But they do tell you, hey, you can't do that. Sure. So you got to sneak that shit in. Yeah. So you got to have it in your hoodie pockets and have your coat on over. You got to have it in, in your sock and your pant leg over. You gotta have take steps to to to, to hide that shit. What I do, I like. No, to. which raises the question: Where was the bat? Mm, mm-hmm. Where, where'd you hide the bat? Oh, good question. If you didn't have it pressed against you in some kind of not in a box way, which would have definitely led to bites and scratches, then you had it in some kind of tiny little box. Like I'm picturing. Do you remember collecting money for UNICEF on Halloween? I never did, but I know what I you're know referring you, to. I know you never did. No, every listener. The minute I said UNICEF, every listener went, oh, Zamp didn't do that. Why? Because you, you ain't trying to help the foreign kids in other countries when you were a little boy. Oh, well, it wasn't that. It was just not a thing that was done, like, around. Oh. Like, my school never did it. Or, oh, really? Yeah. And I, Where'd was, you go to school? Uh, here, Tulsa. Where'd you go, Rogers? No, um, elementary? Yeah. MacArthur. MacArthur? MacArthur Elementary. Let's go fuck them up. They were like, we don't care. Let's go fuck them up. I would have. You know I'm a bleeding heart liberal. Here's the here's plan. We wrap up this podcast. We go by MacArthur Elementary. We get them to fucking start collecting for UNICEF. Then San Diego, Alan Dick's grave. Then on to Ukraine. On to Ukraine. Uh, we're coming. We're coming. I, I told Becky the other night, I was like, I have never for one second wanted to take arms up for this country, but I want to go. For Ukraine. <laughs> No, it's because dipshit Putin hasn't she tried to invade like, here yet. She was like, uh, I very much do not want you to go, Yeah, but I would not stop you. Right, yeah, yeah. And that's why we're perfect. You can do that, man. I know. That's a thing. Like, uh, obviously, you've got a wife and kids. I'm I'm battling with it, man. You've got a wife and kids. The last time you were that athletic was 1996, so you probably shouldn't. (laughs) I was going to say, I never was. And that that was was two years after I stopped. I was was never that athletic. (laughs) No, yeah. So 
So yeah, maybe you and I are not the best to go over there as soldiers. You especially with your family. Hey, but you know what though? When you see videos of like elderly women laying down getting taught how to shoot a fucking AK, oh, of course. that's when I'm like, I got no excuse. And here's why I bring this up is because if there's someone listening right now who is able-bodied, eager to help, yeah. you can actually. You can. That's a thing. You can actually volunteer for the Ukrainian army right now. Yeah. There is a process. There is a website for it. You Google it. You will find that shit. Uh, so fucking yeah, man. If uh, if you're a young man of uh, 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 of able stature who wants to try and help those folks out from those uh, from the invading, uh, you know, you know, I hate to say because you know half that fucking Russian army doesn't even realize what they're doing. They're being told it's exercises. Mm-hmm. They're being told they're protecting the Ukrainians from Nazis. Which oh, is, which yeah. is fucking insane. Well, they're also being told that that Vladimir Zelensky is committing war crimes and yeah. that he's a thug and and all this shit. And then that shit's getting parroted by pieces of shit like Madison Cawthorn so, and Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, well, those guys are here. Literally, but, that fucker in the wheelchair said. That Vladimir Zelensky is a thug and that Ukraine is evil. Yeah. Those words came out of his mouth, a fucking United States congressman. Yeah, Cawthorn's a jack. That's despicable. But despicable. So, so I don't even hate the Russian army. Like, you know, fine, I get it. You guys are just pe- people doing... Yeah, no, even orders. his inner circle you feel sorry for because you know they're probably there under duress. Yeah. You know what I mean? But There's got to be at least one of them that wants nothing more in the world than to blow that asshole's head off. Yeah. No, but... And uh, I hope they get the chance. That'd be neat if someone shoots Putin. Oh, so I, especially if they do it on TV. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. Anyway. Remember when we used to talk about entertainment? Nope. <laughs> People shouldn't bring bats to the let's, movies. Uh, That's really what we're getting at here. <gasps> My favorite. You just made me go real soft. Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Yes. Coming back. Yes. New show coming to Disney+. Plus. Love it. Uh, they obviously own in the Muppets, so it's great to see. Uh, per Disney's announcement, the series will take audiences on a music-filled journey. At long last, the Electric Mayhem Band records its first ever album. I still really want to get a, a fucking Dr. Teeth tattoo. Lily Singh will play the human role, the lead of Nora, the junior A&R executive tasked with managing and uh, wrangling the mayhem that is the Electric Mayhem. The series was developed by Adam F. Goldberg, Bill Beretta, and Jeff Yorks, based on characters created by Jim Henson, of course, written by Adam F. Goldberg. Um, that's that's, that's um, the guy that wrote the Goldbergs. Correct. That makes sense. Uh, Bill Beretta, who's written for The Muppets before. Jeff Yorks, uh, who's the executive producer on The Goldbergs and a bunch of these other shows. He wrote for The Muppets, the the office-style show, right? Yeah. That's what I thought. And then Muppets Haunted Mansion, which was one of the more recent movies. No premiere date yet, but uh, The Muppets Man is a neat concept that has been struggling to find a foothold lately. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, The Office-style show did not do well. The movies did well. That was good. The movie did well. The first one did well, and I thought we were coming back. But then the second one, The Muppets Most Wanted, did not really seem to do a thing. It wasn't very good was the problem. Yeah, and The Muppets Haunted Mansion is kind of a return to the old school kind of Muppet stories. Is it? Which, uh, you know, where they kind of take on a, a theme mm-hmm. for, uh, for two hours. Uh, but I'm excited to give them another shot. And oh, I, I will never not. And I think Electric Mayhem's a good good example because they can play with a lot of fun ideas the the band making an album i don't know if it's going to be documentary style i fucking hope it is i think it needs to kind of be yeah like a peering behind the curtain like behind the music exactly i think that would be the way to do it uh, i'd love to see that uh fun characters and, and electric mayhem too that means animal yeah gotta love animal i i love all of them yeah uh yeah, I would get I would get a tattoo of that picture right there. Really? Yep. Of just the band. Yep. That's great. Uh, totally. Only uh, only a couple of them with their eyes open. 
That's true. Real stoned. The electric mayhem. I was going to say, I was, the others are super high, man. They're so high. Yee. Dr. Teeth and the stony mayhem. <laughs> I'm down for it. Lake Tootley for sure. Oh, God, I love it. Every voice. So good. Yeah. Marvel Comics going for lots and lots of money. Holy shit. Historic copy of Marvel Comics number one. Uh, this is back when they were, I believe, Atlas Comics, actually. But they called uh, the first issue of the book was called Marvel. Uh, going for a record $2.4 million. Million dollars. Um, comic collecting and comics at a high price point is not a new thing. We've seen that before. That is a good chunk of change, my friend. But this is starting to get a little ridiculous. 2.4. And I got to tell you, as someone who has been watching a bubble form in the video game collector's market um, and has gotten into numerous fights with people online lately about it, um, I think we are seeing a lot of speculation put on these industries by people with far more resources to get them than the common person. And I honestly think it's market manipulation. 100%. I know there are cases where eBay sellers for games will create a second account and bid on their own game to keep the prices high. Oh, yeah. That kind of eBay manipulation has been happening for years. It's been proven. They do it with art, too. Yeah. Constantly. So this is... Which, I mean, this is just another example of doing it with art. And the problem is, is these sales then fuel morons to say things like, the price is whatever someone is willing to pay for it. No. Without a hint of irony that there's manipulation behind yeah. this. No, that's bullshit. Uh, the, this, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. This, this whole fucking people, because of the, the value that you can trick someone into putting on something, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the, you know, uh, the value of anything is, is, is only there because we put it there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, a fucking diamond is fucking worthless to a bear. You know what I'm saying? Like, only human beings go, that thing's worth a lot of money. You know what I mean? Like, if you really stop and think about it, it was, what's it really worth? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. We said it was worth something. Exactly. We fucking made it up. Yeah. It's made up. <laughs> and, and and it's neat to watch, especially in these little collecting communities, like you see these small video game collector communities where they, they kind of back each other up like, Oh no, he's right. There, so many copies are selling for this much, so it must be worth this much. When there's thirty auctions open on eBay, and they all have a uh, what do you call it? A reserve price. Yeah, that's in the hundreds of dollars. No, nah. that's manipulation. Yep. And it's um, it's unfortunate because just like everything else we see right now, we see it in politics. We see it in um, social issues. Uh, echo chambers pop up. In yep. these collecting communities that reinforce these false ideas. Yes. It's fascinating. And the the only way to break those echo chambers is to properly show those people that they are in one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the the Which old, is difficult. It is. I mean, well, it's just it's like um, you know, it's like getting the truth to the Russian people or getting the truth to a Scientologist. Like, yeah. you know, they're they're they've built themselves a world where they don't see the other view. And th- another way this is happening too now is with this whole uh, bullshit of these white parents mad about CRT, and they're like, well, if you're gonna say that, you have to give the opposing view. 
This is the opposing view. Yeah. The view that they see every single day is your whitewashed version of what you think it should be. That's all they've ever fucking known. This is the other side. Yeah. So fucking get with it. Yeah. You're supposed to be uncomfortable, asshole. Yeah, it's not... It's not, there's not another side for you to see. There is only your formerly ignorant way of looking at it. Exactly. Yeah. Not every story has multiple sides. No. That's a, that's a lot. <laughs> right. So. And, and the fact that this comic book is, is saying that it's worth $2.4 million. Yeah. It's only worth that because some assholes, like you said, manipulated the market. Exactly. Some, some person who could paid too much on purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's... It's embarrassing. It, yeah, it's embarrassing. Yeah, because because really, and and unfortunately, it's what gonna, it is is it's just a fuck you to the normal people. Yeah, exactly. It's just a big middle finger to everybody who doesn't have two point four million dollars. It's only getting the guillotine built faster. It's yeah, it's That's all, all it's, it is. It's, it's status and 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 braggadocious. You know what I mean? It's, like it's it's a faster way to the guillotine. So I hope I hope you're looking for a guillotine. I love it. You're you're getting there, buddy. And and you know who's not going to be in a guillotine? Me or me. I hope not. A guillotine. Uh, unless it's a, unless, a unless it's one of those. Wait. Unless it's a nice pasta. I'll make a nice guillotine with marinara. I made a nice uh, guillotine carbonara. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo. We talked about the war a little bit. Nintendo. War. Nintendo. Uh, what is, what it is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Did I tell you I watched Console Wars the Dock? You did. What's that on? Is that on I Peacock? I can't remember. Is it on Peacock? It's streaming somewhere. All right, let me pull it we, we did this last week. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> I can't remember. Um, but it was good. Can I stream it? Yes, you can. The funny thing about searching can I stream it is then don't click on can I stream it. Click can on I, the next one. Can I boof it? Because I do want to watch this because I love it. It's Paramount. Par- oh, nice. Cool. I'm stealing Paramount right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Man. They use a lot of the um, video game art to tell the story. Okay. Like they put the characters in the video game, you know, pixels and, and such. I'm going to watch that today. I've got a friend coming over who's got game You got access. a friend? I, I've, I've got two now. Oh, shit. I have two. I have you for 12 years now. Thank you, Facebook. And I have one more. Uh, I won't say their name because I'm not sure that they've agreed to it. Oh, uh, shit. Brian's going to be really upset to hear this episode. <laughs> oh, shit. It was Brian. I just wasn't sure if he still thought we were friends. Oh, okay. But I guess it's out there now. <laughs> Fuck. Nintendo was getting, getting ready. Outed his friends. <laughs> outed his friends. A lot of people getting out lately. <laughs> Nintendo has delayed the re-release of Advance Wars on the Nintendo Switch in light of what it says, quote, recent world events. Uh, the real war is really I mean, what it is. Fair. Uh, Advance Wars is a military strategy game where you and another team fight against each other to take over uh, pl- places. Uh, essentially, yeah, we probably shouldn't be, uh, you know, advocating uh, uh, imperialism. Two, uh, yeah, and that's the thing is, uh, this is a very military, comical military game. So it might just be in bad taste to have a comical military game, and it's going to be hugely popular. Uh, I, I'm guessing you're not super familiar with Advance Wars, but for kids that had the Game Boy Advance in the early 2000s, they know it. It was a big deal. And especially in Japan, uh, Advance Wars was the latest chapter in a series that went all the way back to the original NES and Game Boy uh, called Nintendo Wars and Game Boy Wars. Okay. Uh, and it's a real-time strategy game 
franchise that Nintendo has had for years, but only brought to the U.S. in the early 2000s. So it's kind of a big deal that this is getting delayed, um, uh, at least among the gaming community. Uh, and to have them do it in light of real-world events, you very rarely see Nintendo respond to news of the day. Right. That's not a company that seems to really interest themselves in anything outside of their own business and that own industry. These are the things that should be alerting the general public as to how big of a deal this truly is. Yeah. Um, because, like, there's no way to put it lightly. Vladimir Putin is committing war crimes on a daily basis. Yeah. He is bombing civilians purposefully. Yeah. He's bombing food resources. He's bombing uh, hospitals. Mm -hmm. He's bombing... He's bombing theaters, clearly marked children. Yeah. With the the Russian word for children, did you see that one? Yeah. Outside, both sides, front and back, uh, big enough to where it can be very clearly read from planes and helicopters, yeah. bombed on purpose. Yeah. So this is this is like, I mean, this is on the level of what could be World War Three catastrophe level shit. Like this man is, you know, essentially, uh, you know. Uh, I don't want to use the term, but he's trying to do things like Hitler did. You're right, yeah. You, you know what I mean? You hate to make a comparison like that because saying something is like Hitler or like Nazi Germany has become such a... Uh, right. It's become a, a, a useless statement. Well, and he's not you know, trying to uh, round up a specific race of people exactly. or anything like that. He is just... He's trying to basically steal land that's not his and brutalizing innocent people. Uh, he's just a scumbag. Yeah, he's just another fucking loser, scumbag but dictator. If 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 anybody doesn't understand how serious it really is, these are your these are your uh, uh, your red flags as to okay, this is this is a big fucking deal. Exactly. When you've got Nintendo taking down a silly, fun turn-based strategy game, yeah, because it's of how connected it is to the concept of real-world conflict. Um, and and speaking of of you know people doing things because of it, um band that we like a lot pup yeah um i just bought a shirt from them that they're doing for uh because that two of their members are of ukrainian descent and oh, have wow. family in ukraine Oof. and so they have a shirt um where it's got sort of uh the the colors of the flag yeah. um in the font that says uh like a very childlike font that says pup the band is cool and good nice <laughs> Um, so you can get that at pupttheband.com, I believe is the website. Cool. Um, just look up Pup the Band uh, Ukraine shirt if, if that's not the actual website, but I'm pretty sure it's pupttheband.com. Um, but yeah, it was $24.99. It's a little expensive to get it shipped. Um, so it ended up being $35 all day. Uh, but with the proceeds going to Ukraine, I'm happy to do it. That's it. Look at it as a chance to throw some money towards Ukraine, get a cool shirt out of it. Yeah, and it is a cool shirt. Yeah. It is a cool shirt. Yeah. Um, and shipping and handling, man, I got to tell you, I hate shipping and handling costs. Uh, that has been one of the things that I have railed against for the longest time. But you know what I do like? People who work in the shipping and handling industry getting to eat. eat. Yeah, getting to feed their families and children. Don't hate that. So fine. No. If that's... And it's coming from another country. I don't, let's not, I don't want to get on soapbox. We're wrapping up the episode anyway. We're going to pick it and plug it relatively soon, I think, right? I think so. But here's the deal. Uh, I will throw one last thing in. We have learned that we have been lied to uh, 
in the terms of the cost of goods and services. Again, because we because the worth is it's all arbitrary. Yeah. Yeah, but but that's the thing like like we and and here's an obvious one. We have all known that waitresses and waiters are not paid enough. Since the 90s, it's not changed. We are now learning that the cost of meals at restaurants has been they have been undercharging us. That's just a fact. A meal at a restaurant to have someone cook, to have someone gather the food, cook it for you, and serve it to you costs more than we've been paying. And how do I know that? Because now, as people are demanding more pay, we're seeing costs increase. As goods become more expensive, which is in many cases, and, and inflation, of course, plays, plays a role, and I'm not, not trying to discount that. But we're also seeing the true cost coming down to the consumer. And holy shit, we've been getting a deal for a long time. You know? The trucking industry will be the first to tell you that they have been shipping things on razor-thin margins for decades. Decades. You know? Because companies get deals where if they ship so much, they save this much money. But where does that savings come from? In many cases... Out of the pockets of the drivers. Exactly. Yep. So it's another industry where when these people are paid properly, those costs are going to go up. Yep. It's... We have we've been living a lie, unfortunately, and and we're going to start to see the truth come out, and it's going to be a challenge. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, capitalism, it's a, it's a thing. So let's move on to the segment <laughs> where we talk about new things to buy and enjoy. Yay, capitalism! <laughs> uh, it's more. Uh, I like the second part of that though, where it enjoy. is more more about things to enjoy because not all of them you have to pay for. No, I know, I know. You but, know, but and it, speaking of which. My first one, yeah, so fucking appropriate. Oh, you got some good. So fucking appropriate. I love it. I need to uh, uh, actually give me just a second. Give me a little filler while I look up where this uh, exactly happened because uh, I want to get the name of this place right. I've got a cool game to talk about, so I'm just going to okay, talk about do that. that do that. Quick. Do that. Perfect. Uh, and, and I'll tell you too. Here, um, uh, I, I managed to get the game for free as part of a, a service, but that's still kind of cool. Um, the um. Been playing a game that I got through the PlayStation Plus service called Subnautica. Subnautica. This oh, is, yeah. Oof. This is a trip. This is my nightmare. This is a trip. The game starts, you're, uh, you're, 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 something has gone wrong on a spaceship, and it is going to crash. And the game starts, and you're not really in control yet, but you're, it's first person, you're looking out his eyes, and you're in the escape pod. And you get into the escape pod immediately and you get the hatch shut and there's some shuttering and you can see that the hatch, there's not even like a window to look out of. There's a hatch with a slight window. You can see a little bit and you see your craft is getting away from some other craft because you don't see a lot. But then you see there's, there's a shaking of explosion and you see fire in the window and then there's, there's more shaking. Some stuff in your craft falls around and gets bounced about and hits you and you black out. Then you wake up in the pod and there's smoke and fire and you get out of your seat and luckily you see the fire extinguisher so you put the fire out. So now you're in your little escape pod. It's like smaller than this room and you're just in there and up up, up above you is the escape hatch. So you get up and you open the escape hatch and you come out and you're in the ocean. Mm -mm. Your little pod is floating in the open ocean. Nope. The only thing you can see is is your ship that crashed a giant ship on fire burning in the distance 
and there's nothing else around you. And there's pretty much is the the game is pretty much explore and survive. And you go underwater and immediately it is a beautiful world. Beautiful world with with um just a really textured ocean floor with with, with That's the thing about the ocean. Is it is very, very beautiful. A lot of plants and outcroppings and, and rock sculptures and, and, and tunnels of, to go a through. A lot of things to kill you. So many. Because so the first many. time you go into a tunnel, you hear some weird noises. And you immediately uh, turn around and run. And while you're running, you're getting attacked by something. No. And you get to the surface and you get back into your pod and you go, holy fuck, stuff out here is going to kill me. Dacilophobia. But you have dacilophobia. And that's why I wanted to play because I wanted to get that sense of, and I knew the game, it's an alien world. So it's not just going to be fish and sharks down there. There's going to be something exciting. Well, here's the deal. So I, I've been exploring. I spent about two, two and a half hours playing last night. And I'm exploring, and it's fun. And it is a balance of, like, go check out this thing. Oh, God, it's going to kill me. Run back to my fucking <laughs> I'm, like, safety. sitting here getting nervous. It, it, it was like that. Playing it was like that. But I'll tell you, the moment that it got... You're just re- describing it. The moment that it got real scary was I'm exploring, and as I explore, I'm getting closer to my ship, but I can't get too close because there's radiation, but I want to try and get all the way around my crashed ship. I want to see what's on the other side. But as I get on the far end of the ship, I go underneath the water to look around a little bit, and now I can't see the ground. Mm -mm. The bottom has dropped so far that I can't even see the ground anymore. That's what's scariest. And I actually got to a point where when I went under the water, I couldn't see anything. Mm-mm. Everything was too far away, and I gotta tell you, that's so fucking scary. <laughs> it was so goddamn scary. I turned around. The goal was to get all the way around the ship, and I was so far out that I think like my my escape pod, my safe spot, my base was like twenty one hundred meters away. It was the farthest I'd ever gotten, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna go around the ship. And I'd already encountered the area where it drops out so far that you can't see the bottom. And I was like, okay, I know. That's going to start any minute now, but I want to get all the way around this ship. So I'm going to keep going. And I kept going. And I finally, I looked under the water and I, I couldn't see shit. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm going back. I'm going back. I'm going back. I start going back. I start going back. I go, wait, no. I go, I, I want to do it. This is a video game, Hilton. This is not real. I am on my couch in Tulsa, <laughs> Oklahoma. I am safe. This is happening on my 40-inch television <laughs> this screen. This person is not real. It's not even that big. Yeah. Screw's not even that big. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm, gonna go, I'm not going to look under the water again. I'm just going to go around the ship. Yeah. So I, st- I, I, I committed again. I start going back around. I don't go around. And now I'm so far out, and then the sun sets. So now I'm in the dark. And all I can see only... That's when I put the controller down. <laughs> right? The light is the fire <laughs> of my away. burning ship. No. And as and I finally get like 99% of the way around. And then all of a sudden I'm being attacked. And I'm being pulled into the water. Luckily, there's a button that's like surface. Like you hold down L1 and it's like it pulls you to the surface. So now I'm frantically swimming around the ship with my finger like, like a rock on L1 to try and keep my head above water. And I keep getting pulled under, back up, pulled under, back up, because I, I get away or whatever. Yeah. And finally, I dare to look behind me. And there is a giant, transparent glowing sea monster that is like coming straight for me with a head like a bull shark glass shark like a glass shark yeah but long with like a glass body shark glass shark glass shark oh the fat kid and finally i just die oh he, man he just either eats me or pulls me under again and i'm just 
It was Jesus. terrible. I wonder if they had to pay the McElroy brothers for the glass. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that, is that an always sunny thing? No, it's a my brother, my brother. And my brother, my brother. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is that, I got the uh, the McElroys confused with those creepy brothers on It's Always Sunny. McBoyle? <laughs> McBoyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm sure they'll appreciate that. They, they will. Um, so, yeah, yeah Subnautica so is terrifying. I think that I could maybe watch someone play it, but I don't think I could play it. Um, Does I, that make sense? I feel like I would be a, a lot more yeah. petrified trying to play it myself. I don't know if I'm going to play it again. I mean, I got it for free through PlayStation Plus, and I'm yeah. already a member, so I can play uh, Elder Scrolls online. So, so scary. So I don't, but it, I wanted to experience because I'd heard that the sense of scale and the sense of fear and isolation was very, very good in this game, and and so far it's true. Uh, and I don't play a lot of scary games. You guys know I'm not a scary yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah. But this has been intriguing. I, I may jump back in a little later today. Oof. Uh, all right, I got two picks, so I'll do the first one's a little bit more serious. Yeah, uh, what you got? Phoenix Rising, the yeah. HBO two-part documentary about Evan Rachel Wood um, and her experiences with Brian Warner, a.k.a. Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Um, very well done documentary. Yeah. Um, very eye-opening, uh, if you don't already know the story. Um it's a goddamn shame that that man is not in jail. Yeah. Um, but things are still ongoing. So the likelihood of him potentially going to jail is still out there. Yeah. And so that's comforting. Um, but it's very intense. Uh, definite trigger warning. Very, very graphic descriptions of sexual violence and um, grooming and, and emotional abuse and you know, psychological manipulation, uh, the whole nine, yeah. it's all in there. Um, it's very intense, but, um, it's, it's very much worth a watch, uh, you know, um, just to, to sort of help alert to, uh, the red flags of potentially very toxic people, exactly. uh, in your own lives. And especially this is a, 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 a good insight into sort of how, um, celebrities tend to be almost allowed to do these things yeah. for a certain amount of time. The, the amount of people who turn a blind eye when these things are happening uh, is shocking. Yeah. Um, and so a little bit of that is some of those people coming to terms with that. Some of the people from his past that were around him sort of coming to terms with the fact that they needed to come forward um, and be truthful about what they saw. Um, and that's intense too. Uh, so that Phoenix Rising, both parts are already out. Uh, go watch it on HBO. Yeah. Um, and then on a lighter note, uh, Becky made a post this morning uh, about this thing. If you need a pep talk, yeah, all right. There's an elementary school in uh, California. It is uh, the West Side Union Elementary School. That's the part I wanted to get right. Westside Union Elementary School in Heldsburg, okay. um, which is in California. You can call 707-998-8410. We'll say it again. 707-998-8410. And you'll hear a very cheerful voice listing your options. Option one, if you're feeling mad, frustrated, or nervous, press one. If you need words of encouragement and life advice, press two. If you need a pep talk from kindergartners, press three. If you need to hear kids laughing with delight, press four. 
After reading the morning's headlines, uh, blah, 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 blah. This is from the story. So these are children. This yeah. is a project that they that this uh, these teachers decided to do. Um, uh, let's see, Jessica Martin and Ashera Weiss. Those are the teachers. They teach art. Uh, they wanted to do a project that was going to be simple enough to do and call on kids to think about what they wanted to say in the world to uplift other people. As we all know, we've been going through a lot these last few years, so we wanted to do something really profound. Um. And so you call and you pick one of the options and you hear kindergartners giving you uh, life advice. There's something sweet about that. It's so fucking good. Uh, things like here's some examples. Um, if you're mad or frustrated, you can do what you want to do best or you can do flips on the trampoline. Yeah. <laughs> if you're sad or angry, go get a cookie, a smoothie or an ice cream. I mean, Amelia, that's pretty solid advice. Yeah. My favorite. This is my absolute favorite one. Uh, if you're nervous, go get your wallet and spend it on ice cream or shoes. Uh, you know, this is good. It's it's genuinely beautiful. Um, it really did brighten my day. Uh, it, it 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 because I am the huge softy I am now. I did cry a little bit, but it was from joy. Um, from thinking it's just such a beautiful, beautiful idea. Um. So it says they went to each classroom in the small school um, whose range, 141 students range from kindergarten to sixth grade. Um, they gave a simple prompt. They said, it's been a very rough few years. Your kids are incredibly resilient, and you all found all kinds of ways to stay joyful. They encouraged the children to think of moments when they felt frustrated and thought they'd received good advice or come up with something helpful on their own. So all of the responses are really coming from the kids and their own life experience and the advice they've gleaned over the short years on this planet. Okay. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. So one more time, um, it's pep talk, P-E-P-T-O-C is how they spelled it. Um, and the number one more time is 707, area code 707-998-8410. Uh, give it a call. Um, it's well worth it. Freaking adorable. Definitely well worth it. Love it. Yep. Well, and it's also nice, too, because, like, uh, you know, a lot of people should not have children of their own. So this way you can get the benefits of a child, uh, you know, when you need it. Yeah. I mean, if you can hear a bunch of kids just laughing uncontrollably and not feel joy, yeah. um, seek therapy. <laughs> Take it from me. 